Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. Uh, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah, is, is that does that go for snakes too? You and really by in the bush, the math here. <laughs> I think a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush is not quite. It doesn't translate to snakes. Like because they speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah. It's like a hula. <laughs> <laughs> Un snake in the hand Which? is worth dose. In the bush. In El Busho. El Busho. Honestly, a rattlesnake would be a great Latino presence. They have the rattle already, a little maraca. Mm-hmm. And they can already like roll their R's and stuff. Yeah. What uh, what top three snakes do you think would be Hispanic? Rattlesnake. We just rattlesnake. All right, but yeah, that's I mean that's easy one right there. It does King, itself. King Cobra. Uh, I feel like okay. you have like okay. the big hood. It's kind of like a sombrero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're already gotta, we're already in this territory. I mean, I don't. Think, <laughs> well, I, now I got to think of a third snake. I don't know many snakes. Maybe our Singaporean listeners will. They have snakes there, right? <laughs> I'm sure I'm they sure. do. Yeah, they have snakes everywhere. But I'm not. To, I'm not totally convinced Singapore is a real place. Show me Singapore on the map right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're proving your point because none of us none of us know where that is. You know, I've heard it said enough times that I think it is a real place. I don't know if this is going to go in the recording, but shout out to the Singapore listeners. A lot of yeah, big, big topic of conversation right now. Let us let us know how's the weather over there or up there or <laughs> wherever exactly you guys are. I'm sure, it's near the other part of the world. Sure, Most there's an ocean are. around it for sure. Now that we've offended a good portion of our listeners, <laughs> there's not many in Singapore, but we don't have many listeners, so. I don't think we're going to have much more after this. Yeah. I'm not totally sure they speak English. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if the 12 listeners in Singapore is like an English speaking class? Like, let's listen to some English, yeah, yeah. native English speakers. And they just randomly pulled up this. Or it's like a culture class. Like, they already know how to speak English, but they're just trying to get a yeah. get a grasp on what uh, the States is like. And this is, <laughs> this is what they hear. I think that's a lot more likely because I'm pretty sure they speak English in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But this is this is three people who don't even know where that is. So we have, <laughs> what do we know? <laughs> but anyway, fifteen episodes, fifteen episode boys. This is a big deal, I think. I'm trying to remember how to say fifteen in Spanish. Oof. Inyera. That's all I can think of. <laughs> we are showing our ignorance today as normal Americans. I don't know past ten. I guess. Well, in German, it's Fumpsen. So big, big episode. Funse, <laughs> Funse, yeah. This is the one. So you couple of German listeners out there, this one's for we do. We do. This yeah, one's dedicated to you guys. Episode Funse, Yar number Funse, Funse, Funse. It's not a like a sensei thing. <laughs> I don't know that I'd want to. Sorry, I'd like a German sensei. <laughs> yeah, you don't rile the Germans up. They'll kill Funse millions of us. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're attacking, now we're attacking our three German listeners. <laughs> no one's safe. <laughs> we were international until episode Funse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, episode 15. Big, big, big episode, I'm going to say, and make it seem like it's important. I think yeah. it's big. Want to do a hypothetical? <gasps> <laughs> 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 
Bowie. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. Our hypothetical is, if you were to start an activist group or, you know, get into an activist group, what are you, what are you fighting for? If I were to get behind a certain activist group, I would get behind the, the group of the people who pretend to be centaurs. I think that, that they need group. that large, large, well-known group uh, populations in most major cities. I think they just kind of need more rights. No. Centaurs? Specifically people who pretend to be centaurs. Okay. He's not that unhinged. He right, doesn't right. believe centaurs I don't, exist. I don't believe they're real. <laughs> what it is is the people who are the, you know, obviously everybody knows that these people are, are actually two people. Oh, okay, oh. I see, I see. I so was wondering how mechanically yeah, that worked. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, obviously the, the human torso and the front horse legs are one person, and then the back end is another person. So they have the horse outfits, but they cut the horse head off, and it's just the person standing up in the front? Yeah, yeah, essentially. Okay. Mm -hmm. yes. Now, since you seem to be involved with this activist group, mm -hmm. how do they choose who gets to be in the horse butt, and it, who gets to be in the costume? It boils down to a horse race. A horse race, okay. Are they racing or is it actually a horse race? Someone is on top of them as they are as they are <laughs> pretending to be a horse and racing. Because what you and this is a little little known in the centaur community, you want to be the the back legs. Oh, I, you don't you actually actually don't want to be the uh the face. Interesting. The is there a reason for that? A lot of the people not comfortable with their body. Maybe they, embarrassed uh, to be in the centaur community to begin with. Yeah. Could be, yeah, could be a little bit of that too. I'm sure there's a lot of underlying reasons, but the the back legs and middle area of the horse, that's the that's the coveted part, you know. The loser gets stuck with the torso and head. Is yeah. that the scientific name of the the horse middle the part? Horse? I think they call it the horse middle part. Yeah. Okay. So when you like like when you're going to saddle a horse, mm -hmm. uh, they say, "Hey, throw that saddle on the top horse middle part." <laughs> the top horse middle part. What rights are these people missing? What they're missing is they're they're not allowed to vote in elections as centaurs. Got you. Mm. They're only allowed to vote as humans. And that's what a tra what a travesty. It's, they're it's able honestly, to vote. It's it's honestly terrible. It's yeah. um, very cinephobic. Yeah. <laughs> so what is that? Cinephobic. Cinephobic. <laughs> You're already helping. We've coined the. That's that's honestly that's a that's a great that's a great term. I think coined I ought to victim verbiage take for that them. to the uh, to the herd and see what they <laughs> see part if of, they like that term. Part of the us two movement, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We stand with centaurs. <laughs> <laughs> but really, they, you know. The bottom of the horse and the top of the horse. They're they're both of those people are allowed to vote separately, right? And, but yeah. because it takes two to tango, if you will, to be a centaur, they both have to be on the same page. So they have they are not allowed to vote using their given centaur name. So do you have a given centaur name? I do not. I'm just I'm sort of an outsider looking in, kind of observing the white savior. Well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it, it basic basically yeah. I'm I'm kind of person coming in here trying to make sure that this gets right. They're gonna make a movie about me. Um, <laughs> I'll be the only normal person here. I'll probably be some sort of activist or attorney, maybe when, portrayed when, by like a like a Hanks, maybe, mm -hmm. but not current Hanks, like probably Colin. Hanks. 
10 years ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> the sun. <laughs> so let me ask you this. When it's all said and done, where are they going to rank you with Martin Luther King Jr.? I think he did a lot of good. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. He did a lot of good. I think, <laughs> though, there's room for... There's room for more than one person. There's room for two at the top. There's yeah, room yeah, for yeah. two at the top. Look, you know, people don't say what's the Mount Rushmore of so-and-so because they want to know who's on top. There's four people up There's there. There's four people. That's right. That's a good point. When they say, who are the the activists that you think of? Sure. Mount Rushmore for activists, MLK. Yeah, he's up there. He's, he's, uh, he's definitely up there. And I, I'm not afraid to say that. I'm I'm not either. I, I know that might I'm be a little kind of scared. <laughs> Don't worry, <laughs> but I'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Rosa Parks, uh, probably another one. Great Maybe. woman. Yeah. I never met her, but you know, people seem to great be woman. Into her. Yeah. Uh, Did a lot of good. Yeah, say. yeah. So I, so I heard. Probably a white person next. <laughs> <laughs> you. I think it'd be you. You're the. I think. I, yeah. I mean, I think it would be. I think it would be me. Yeah. yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. said, "I had a dream, and mm-hmm. don't judge a man by his skin color; rather, you know, the contents of his heart." What, are you going to have a famous quote that you have? It's going to be uh, something I I say sort of at, at at our movements. Something I've said in front of courtrooms um, <laughs> when the this, these. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine a courtroom full of people in horse <laughs> costumes? Just, <laughs> just the horse. The seating is a nightmare for them. The seating is just a bunch of horses standing sideways. (laughs) That judge walks in and he's like, what? Oh my God. That would be insane. But when everybody gathers and I get up there on on that podium, I just say a few simple words. Hating hooves hurts. You know, obviously the alliteration really... uh, Yeah. Really is very memorable. It's short, sweet, and to the point. Mm. And I think I think it's moved some people. I, it's moving me. Yeah. I, they, nobody can see, but I'm I have a tear going down my cheek right There's now. There's a lot of stuff moving on me. I think I've also heard you say, "Don't send target the centaurs." Mm. That's an that that's another one. It's one of one of my more uh, less popular less popular quotes, but equally as powerful. But equally as as moving. Yeah. Yes. Don't centaur. Gets. Uh, don't send target the centaurs. Don't send targets the centaurs. It's interesting See, that yeah. you don't know your own quote. <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard you say too, and I think this one was on the steps of the Kentucky Derby. You, you ground zero, really. Yeah. Well, see, you. I mean, you. If, if I if I have to appeal to the humans, there's an a complete other side that I have to appeal to. That being the horses, mm. I've got to meet them where they're at. That's a good point. Know? And given that speech on on the steps of the Kentucky Derby, you said it's not a sin to be a centaur. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. That yeah. that one really spoke to you're me. Wearing yeah, a, you're wearing yeah. You're wearing a purple suit and green gator mm, shoes yeah. for that one. I remember that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> you look like a pimp. <laughs> We just, I mean, bottom line is, is they want to vote as two people, yeah. and the government keeps trying to make them vote as two separate people. Mm-hmm. And then, when man. they're a centaur, they're two functioning humans working as one organism. It's and one the, brain at the end of the day. Yeah. One brain. Government's overstepping right. its bounds, That's right. really, with that, you know. There there does need some, to be some more legislation around that. I, I, I can't agree no, more. I, I'm, I'm proud of you for standing up for that. Mm-hmm. And, well, I, and I also stand up for uh, women's centaur rights to vote, too. Like, they're, they're in there as well. Okay. I think they should both be able to vote. And it's good that you named that at the very last minute. 
Yeah. You really to throw that in there. You really <laughs> squeeze that one in there. <laughs> they're also in for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're 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 good. They're good too. We we love to have them. Now, my question is going back to our Mount Rushmore of mm-hmm. uh, of activists. Down the road here, we have the Lorraine Motel, which was turned into the National Civil Rights Museum, where Martin Luther King was um, assassinated. Do you feel that wherever you die is going to be made into a museum? And if so, where do you think that will be? And how will you die? And how will you die? To answer your first question, do I think, I can only hope so. <laughs> And we've been sort of scouting places based <laughs> based off of where could be the most prominent target. Yeah, yeah. We were looking at Dallas, but mm. I mean, there's already been a f- famous people dying there. You know, you know it's kind of redundant. I motorcade. Yeah, too many wheels. Too many wheels. JFK. Um, he kind of ruined it for us all. Um, <laughs> I mean, and just let me yeah, uh, yeah. brainstorm here with you for a second. In my mind, it should be somewhere like Texas, like out in the mm-hmm. in the range near San Antonio or Houston, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of rodeos, you know, and the the horses are treated like royalty out there. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great place for centaurs to also, you know, call home base. And I think I think that's that's probably where you know an assassination attempt might happen. <laughs> Because honestly, the rodeo is where both the humans and the horses who are not centaurs, the allies, if you will, that's where they come together. We're all on the same page, you know, and sometimes where you feel most comfortable is where you need to watch your back. And that's a saying that I'll also say, not at the centaur rallies, but (laughs) just uh, hanging out with friends. (laughs) Where you're most comfortable, you always have to watch your back. You do say that, like just around a fire. (laughs) It puts us all on edge. I usually say it walking into bathrooms, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that's beautiful. And I hope our <laughs> many, many listeners that the Questionable Detour podcast has appreciates that they are seeing the next, and dare I say, greater Martin Luther King Jr. Well, right here on the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad that I'm glad that you think that. And I'm not here, not here to, you know trump anybody or you know take somebody's place i'm just here to be a voice for the centaurs hmm. but you'll take the you'll take the accolade oh i mean i'll take it if it's handed to me you know yeah. what am i gonna do turn it down yeah. <laughs> i don't know but yeah man inspiring moving all right evan what what activist group are you gonna join or starting who do you feel is behind the eight ball really the people that I'm trying to stand up for is anyone, any driver that has barreled into one of those guards on the side of a road yeah. that's like metal or concrete that's preventing them from going into a ditch or a creek or whatever. Yeah. Um, I want to stand up for those people. Okay. Now, what rights are they missing out on? What are they, why do, you, why do they need somebody to stand up for them? Death. They had a prime opportunity to go out with a bang. <laughs> and you know what stopped uh-huh. them? The road guards. Wow. Now, Evan, do you assume that everybody hits one of those is trying to commit vehicular suicide? I mean, it's the most obvious two and two together there. Um, why, why else would they hit it if they weren't trying to so you murder assume, themselves? You assume people driving around are not unlike a fly in a house just banging up against the window. That's very close, yes. Okay. It's, a, it's a fair assumption. It's just people ping-ponging off each side of the highway. 
Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's crazy out there. I mean, I don't know why they would run into those things if they didn't already have a death wish. So might so, as well just take them out and let people get to where they need to go. So I imagine your activist group is up on a platform. It's you at a podium looking very prestigious, speaking to a mic, pa- being powerful. Mm-hmm. Behind you is a bunch of people in wheelchairs and slings and, you know, from the accident. They see the fact that this is about a six foot drop off of that stage. <laughs> and they go, oh, <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> and all of a sudden it looks like, it looks yeah. like that scene from 300. They're falling <laughs> off the side of the cliff. <laughs> Is that? Am I imagining this is how this will go? So the the issue is that the organizers of this, you know, like on the other side of my campaign, that are trying to keep the rails up, um, they put rails on the platform yeah. that I'm standing on, so that Oof. people can't wheel themselves off. Yeah. When they do try to commit this this quote unquote suicide, they just run straight into the rails. I don't and, think you have to do the quotes. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a suicide. It's a suicide. It's a, depending on who you ask. Now, speaking of that, I heard your slogan is, please don't rail me. That That is the most popular one. I was at one of your events the other day, and you had a sign up there that says, uh, remove the barrier to entry, and it was a bear holding a concrete barrier. <laughs> Oof. That's good. Yeah, we have we have a couple signs. Um, we have a couple that float around because we also have one that says uh, "What the rail," <laughs> and that one that one's popular yeah. uh, among the young kids. Yeah. Um, another one is "Remove the rail, let them go to hell." Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a Westboro Baptist Church slogan. It's a major assumption. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Big Catholic guy over here. Suicide. You're not. You're not going through the pearly gates. Yeah. Well, I just know my clientele, and they're not good people. Yeah. Yeah. They're Half trying to. The reason I want them to die. They're, they're trying to get out of this life for some reason. Yeah. They are not good people. Very selfish. Um, but now, trying to do something good for them. How do you help them? So let's say they crash into a barrier going down the highway and now they've come to you saying they don't have the right to do that <laughs> or they don't have the right to put the barrier up what do you do do you <laughs> is it like a baptismal situation at the top of a cliff and you're like <laughs> do you guys just does your you and your group just lay down on the highway where they would put a barrier Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we just lay in the dirt um and when they start digging it up we just jump in there and we're like <laughs> We become the post hole, you know, oh. so they can't put the the iron po- post hole down in there. Yeah. But so that that's one way that we, you know, stop them from putting these posts up. But the other thing, whenever somebody does get into an accident and they come to us and um, they're like, oh, yeah, my legs are broken, but I wish I was dead. Um, we say... Thoughts and prayers. No, um, we offer them up thoughts yeah. and prayers. So you um, don't you don't have like a, an alternative for them. Like they miss their chance. You don't you don't offer them offer to wheel them into a wall or something. <laughs> no, that was just like a half a half half pipe. Yeah, I mean we, we right into a concrete wall <laughs> and just send them down. Yeah, we're trying to keep our business license, so we we can't <laughs> further <license>. further injure <laughs> these people. So you you want them to be able to choose how and when they want to die but you don't want to help them with it yeah that's not our problem okay, we're okay. just here he's trying to dodge the legality of that <laughs> yeah. so it's not like... an assisted suicide no. it's right to suicide correct okay. exactly um but a very specific way 
Yeah, and we're trying to keep our hands clean of that whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> Walking a tight line there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we have fun signs. <laughs> you do have fun signs. You do I'll have fun that. signs. That so. is true. Well, I mean, maybe your head can go up right next to Allen's and Martin Luther King Jr.'s on the Mount Rushmore. I mean, I, I, we never did think of another uh, another fourth person for the Mount Rushmore. So, I mean, I'm liking my chances. I <laughs> I think I think you might have a spot on there. I think you got it. I don't do it again, like Alan. I don't do it for the accolades, but they don't hurt. Yeah, you're, no, you're gonna no, accept not them. A, yeah. not at I'm all. Take that. I'll put my head up there. <laughs> and I think there might be a cool way where we can kind of get our our things together. We could, you know, like a dramatic removal of a of a rail or a barrier. I could have some of my centaurs come Ooh. and pull it away. Yeah, you know, know horse show them how powerful they yeah, are. Show them how powerful the centaurs are. Well, centaur power. Since star power is what you meant to say. These things just write themselves. Yeah. <laughs> what activities would you get into if you were invisible? So nobody can see you, causing a little bit of mischief? Maybe doing good things. Probably <laughs> you, not, though. You did assume that it's immediately mischief. Probably not good things. And I think we're going to prove you right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It depends on what you consider a, a good thing. There's no way. There's no way... Any answer we give is going to be constructive. All right. Well, mine, is, I mean, it's kind of good for, for some people, depending on the time. It is and it isn't. So what I'm going to do, uh, if I'm invisible, I'm going to sneak into people's houses in the wee hours of the night. And like I said, it doesn't have to be the wee hours. I'm invisible. But I'm still going to do <laughs> wee hours anyway. Sure. Because that's when I like to see the people. Yeah. They're, they're most vulnerable. They don't know I'm there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just asleep, just snoozing, looking all cute. And I'm just going to go through all their house and remove the batteries from all their smoke detectors. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That way they never have to go through the awkward phase, the annoying phase of having the smoke detector beep for like, I don't know, two weeks until you change the battery. They never have to go through that again. Now, my first question is, what are the wee hours? Like time to time because that's not a, a unit that I normally use. You don't use the Wii? The Wii, no, I don't okay. use the Wii. Okay. The Wii would be about two to three. That's Actually, that's time that I use the Wii. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you Wii from two to three? <laughs> Wii Wii from two to three. <laughs> so, Evan, if the Wii hours of the morning are from two to three, what are the other hours of the morning? So from three to five is the pre-dawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That sounds dramatic. Like something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. yeah, pre-dawn. Five to six is your mid-dawn. Okay. Six to seven is about your your wake-up hours. And then before that, before before the wee hours, we'll, we'll work backwards from here now. From about 11 to one is your sleepy by times. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. And do you say that as you leave social events? You look at your, your watch and you go, oh, it's sleepy by time. Yes. I say, ooh, gotta go. It's getting close to my sleepy by time times. And I... Uh, do you tiptoe away? I prince, prance out, yeah. Yeah, you scamper when you leave a room. <laughs> I, I skip to the loo if you... <laughs> And That's, then from, not, well, I'll give it 8 to 11 is geriatric bedtimes. Gotcha. Which is when Alan usually goes to bed. Alan you, does go to bed. You have ger- got that right. <laughs> the geriatric hour. You the thing, good thing about you going to bed at that time uh-huh. is you're not going to have an invisible Evan looking at you all cute-like That's, that's yeah. at night. <laughs> yep. Well, is he, is he still... looking at me cute-like or is he looking at me thinking I'm cute? <laughs> I'm sure he has like the puppy dog eyes. It's a little, while he looks it's at you. both. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little, his hand on his cheek while he looks at you. <laughs> His cheeks are cartoonly rosy. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like looking at a newborn, but it's just you <laughs> and your sleep mask. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. <laughs> Back off of the detour that we just took. So you remove the remove the batteries. Yes. Which, hey, you're helping somebody sleep. You don't want the chirping happen. Do you test the smoke alarms? Do you set fires is what I'm asking after you. Well, I got to make sure that the batteries actually, I didn't miss one. You yeah. Know? You want right. to make sure that you didn't miss a smoke that's, detector. That's true. Yeah. So I do go through the house and start small garbage can fires <laughs> yeah. um, in each room and just make sure no alarm's going to go off. Yeah. Um, also, it's, it's good in the winter. It, it heats the house for them. You, yeah. They spend less on electricity. Yeah. So it's, it's really, I'm helping them in two different ways. How do you start the fire? What's your go-to fire method? Bring a can of diesel with me. <laughs> Gosh, slow burn. Yeah, slow burn for sure. But I, I, I gather any documents I see laying around in each room and throw those in the garbage can. Yeah. Pour a little diesel on them. Um, and I carry around, you know, the spark blocks. Mm-hmm. You just gotta smack it, smack it. Yeah, yeah efficient. I get those. Yeah, it's it's kind of loud. Sometimes I do wake up because they're like, "What is knocking on my door right now?" And I'm just in the other room, like, shing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, it sounds like a sword fight yeah. happening. <laughs> so you're doing multiple things. Mm-hmm. Taking away the beeping noise, helps them sleep, warming the house, getting rid of pesky documents that they don't need to have, yes. bills, uh, medical tests that come back. They don't need to know that. You get rid of it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to say that I'm not just a fireman, but I'm a trash man as well. Yeah. Mm. So You wear many hats. Yes. As in you have lots of hats on. Yeah. No, I get one from each house I go in. <laughs> So you're you're a fireman, you're a trash man, you wear a lot of hats. Do you have the corresponding vehicles? Fire truck, trash, garbage <laughs> truck. What's that driveway look like? So in my driveway, I have I do have a fire truck. I have a waste truck. Um, I have. He a, calls it a waste truck. Wow. You know he's a professional. Oh man, yeah, yeah. a guy um, doesn't go to work. He's got a career. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't work if you love what you do. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah, they, they sit in my driveway, and I don't have a very big driveway, so I do have to back one out to get the other out. And yeah. It's a like, tight it's a tight road to get in, so I, I end up bumping into my neighbor's car a lot. Or um, like an 18-point turn or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a lot of turns, a lot of points in that turn. So the hardest one really is my, my hat truck. Um, that the truck I, dedicated to hats? Yeah, the, the truck that I bring along to mm. store my hats. Oh, okay. Sure. Gotcha. So I because assume it's I just like a... so many. I assume it's just like a box truck kind of situation. No, it's it's a it's an eighteen wheeler with a long bed. You <laughs> know, like a flat a bed. flat bed eighteen wheeler. Yeah, you just have hats on it. Yeah, you don't keep your hats very long, do you? They blow away. Yeah, <laughs> they blow away quickly. That's yeah. why I have to keep getting more. Yeah. <laughs> but is it just fireman hats and trash collector hats? <laughs> no, 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 no. He steals it from houses. Yeah, I steal the baseball caps and. Uh, oh, did I miss that? Other types of hats. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were into petty theft too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> No, but it's interesting because these people are distraught because their house burnt down. They have no idea why. And on the side of the road, they're like, is that my favorite hat? How did that survive? (laughs) (laughs) There's just a line of hats going down the road that have blown off my... Well, you're probably a nightmare for these people's insurance because it looks like they removed their smoke detector batteries and then started (laughs) a fire in their home. Yeah, you're framing these people for arson. Yeah, not a lot of coverage goes on with my victims when it comes to insurance. It's um, funny that you use the word victim. Yeah. That's called uh, a subliminal I mean, slip-up. 
legally, I have to say victim. In my mind, I'm the victim, and they are. Please tell my, us how you're the victim. Yeah, I'd love to know. They are. They're aggressors. Um, so I'm the victim because he's starting this explanation off like he's writing a paper in school. <laughs> you better say in conclusion when you're done. <laughs> I'm the victim because I I go through and I do all these things for these people. What we've walked through it. We've walked through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I do all these. But things a good for these. thesis statement really tells you <laughs> what you're about to talk about. Yeah. You all put- the things I do are. <laughs> I remove the batteries so that they don't get annoying chirp. Mm-hmm. Also, and also having some, I take the hats. I get rid of their hats for them so they don't clunk up. I warm their house in the winter also. <laughs> and some, also I... Are you trying to meet a word count? <laughs> Why are you adding all these extra words? I'm trying to read from the teleprompter here and <laughs> Somebody is not typing well. Um, (laughs) They did not use autocorrect. But, yeah, and I also, um, what's the other thing I do? (laughs) Oh, I I get rid of all their waste, their their documents, of course. Unused documents. So, anyway, I do all of this for them, and they have the gall, the the audacity to complain, to be angry with me or someone who did this to their house. Right. Um, I mean, they can prove it to you. Yeah. So I just, I see in the news that they're so upset that someone did this to their house. It it just, it doesn't sit right with me. In conclusion. In conclusion, it does not sit right (laughs) with me. (laughs) That was a terrible last paragraph. You know, in in his defense, it was always hard on those last paragraphs to fill it out. They want, you know, in middle school or elementary school, they wanted it to be three to five sentences, but that's a lot of sentences. That's a lot of sentences yeah. for a conclusion paragraph. And just in general, I'm tired of talking by that point anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, even here, I'm tired of talking. And in my daily life, I'm tired of talking after like two sentences, maybe. Yeah. So how am I supposed to write a whole conclusion mm-hmm. paragraph? I don't, even know, I don't yeah. know that many English words. But I, I enjoyed this answer because you could totally do this when you're not invisible. <laughs> You do it at night. They're asleep and they, they're not even awake to see you. You're not taking advantage of your invisibility. You're just, you're just breaking, stealing, and starting fires. But, you're but I can't get caught. And I don't, I don't, you, you all, y'all both are just critiquing my invisibility. I don't hear either of your ideas being so well, much that's better. that's because we haven't gotten them to, gotten to them you yet. You just happen to go first. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then y'all's better be so much better. Mine is unhinged. And um, a lot less mischief over there. Yeah, <laughs> Alan. Alan set up. He, I think he's got something very above board. Yeah. I have something that is definitely more above board than what Evan's working with over there. It's that's not hard to do. He that did bre- <laughs> unhinged chaos. Breaking laws. Breaking the law. Uh, just morally bankrupt. <laughs> Doesn't sound like us. Bernie yeah. Madoff bankrupt, you That's know, right. just That's right. ruining people's lives. So what I think I would do if I was invisible is I would pretend to be inclement weather. <laughs> Explain, because I think <laughs> no, I, 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 I have an idea. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I think I ha- know where you're going with this. But I so I would take some of my particular favorite inclement weather, like for instance, hail. I'd go around pelting people with ice cubes. <laughs> I want people to think that it's only hailing right in front of them. <laughs> Do you yell hail when you're tossing cubes at them? Hail, hail, hail. 
Are they it's, confused when it's like a very sunny day? Yeah. <laughs> like it's no like clouds. a tennis like exertion noise. Hail, hail, hail. They think there's a redneck man walking behind him that's mad. <laughs> um, we come back to that. It's also interesting you have favorite types of weather. I, I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the top of the list is hail. <laughs> the, the top of the list is certainly hail. I'm going to say a close second is just a just cool wind. Just a, just a nice wind. Just a breeze. Just a breeze. Can we assume on how you recreate that for people? I'm walking right up behind him and blowing on that neck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You haven't brushed your teeth that morning. Somebody's like, oh, the wind's a little smelly around here. Did Evan just go by in his waste management truck? <laughs> and then you know, if you ever want to, if you ever want to imitate rain, you just start gleating. <laughs> Can you tell everybody <laughs> what gleating is? To be honest with you, I I can't even gleat. I can gleat. But it has something to do with the position of the tongue and spitting from your mouth, but it's not spit. It's precise water shooting from I your mean, mouth. It is, I think it is saliva. It's, it's your saliva ducts, I yeah, thought. Yeah, but it's like... It's like projectile. It's like yeah, precise yeah. projectile. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I can do it after I yawn, actually. Yeah, and it goes like between your two front teeth and you... I think the military uses it. Yeah, it's a... We did. We did use that in the military. I think it's anti-terrorism it's, uh, you, Hey, you, you thought waterboarding was bad. You get gleat boarded. You're ready to get gleated. Outload that in the Geneva Convention. Not gleat Warfare. That's the loophole. That's the loophole mm. the government found. They were like, "Oh shoot, we got to we got outlaw waterboarding." But you get me, and I'll take. I'll yawn. Put a, <laughs> you get put a guy. Put a rag <laughs> over some. <laughs> you said they're spitting on me. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna take hours to soak that rag, <laughs> and it doesn't that's happen every time. It's <laughs> yeah. just sitting under some guy that's just like, <laughs> "Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. I, I gotta get it. I gotta get. It. Nope, wasn't that time. Give me yawn. Yawn. Make me yawn." Ah, uh, no, wasn't that time? It just over and because it doesn't happen every time. You just like keep drinking water. You're like run, your mouth is getting yeah. dry. <laughs> Start waterboarding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out I'm the one being tortured. I'm like, this is hard work. Okay, so hail, some hail, light wind, uh, light wind, rain. Is there a tsunami aspect of this? Is tsunami a wet? Is tsunami weather? I would yeah. say it is. Okay, it's a large wave formed by from earthquakes in the ocean. I don't think earthquakes are weather. I would uh, like a natural disaster. I think weather can be a natural disaster. I think there's some overlap. There's some overlap there. Somewhere. I don't want. We don't have to argue the the technicalities of weather, but, but is there a tsunami? Yes, there is, there is a tsunami, um, and that one's a little bit harder to pull off yeah. because it takes yeah. a little bit of preparation. So what I'll do, I'm gonna get my CDL commercial driver's license. This is a great idea. I'm gonna take a giant water tanker. Yeah, I'm gonna follow a guy around. Now keep in mind, I'm invisible. The truck. <laughs> Is not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the truck is that still my The truck is still very visible. The scary part is who's driving it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna get out and start opening those little plugs <laughs> on the side of the truck and just wash out a street. The guy goes home, you'll never guess a tsunami hit me on third and second street. But nobody would ever describe that as a tsunami. Yeah. They would say, huh, there an abandoned truck just started <laughs> leaking. <laughs> Uh, that's good. So let's say it's overcast outside. How do you how do you do a sunny day? A sunny day is kind of tough, but thankfully I'm a platinum level investor in a little startup called Blinds. So uh, we know Blinds. Yeah, we yeah. Have, we have the creator sitting right next to us over that's, here. That's right. I, and, uh, I appreciate all your investments. Yeah, you know, it, it really helps out in this situation. I hang a series of mirrors. You know, I'm, I, I I buy a ton of blinds. Yeah, lots of big, big lots blinds, of blinds. Guy. Because you, you you got to when you're doing a sunny day. Mm-hmm. 
So I've got just series of mirrors, but also the magnifying glasses from blinds. Of course. And lights reflecting, causing a sunny day, you know? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. So they're just getting a lot of heat. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, when I have to use all these outside uh, <laughs> items that are not invisible, yeah. it really, um, it's, it's hard to kind of hide. <laughs> but So you're just walking around with mirrors and magnifying yeah, glasses yeah, yeah, and yeah. just burning people? <laughs> it it kind of looks like I'm General Grievous with all my arms and... and <laughs> And attachments. That's um, what I was wondering about when you carry around ice for the hail. The ice isn't going to be invisible, so there's just going to be like a, a, bucket, of <laughs> a bucket of ice just being carried around, <laughs> and then it's just getting picked up and launched yeah, at somebody. Yeah, somebody. And they're like, hail, 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 <laughs> just by being yelled. Sometimes if, if I only have to carry a couple cubes of ice, 10, 11, I can just put them in my mouth. <laughs> It's not a lot. I mean, a, yeah, anybody not. anybody can do it. You're probably a chipmunk. <laughs> just storm in there and grab them and just chunk. So <laughs> your mouth is just like numb by the time they, <laughs> you're going to throw these. So by that logic, a lot of ways you can make things invisible <laughs> in different orifices. The old prison wallet. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm like, oh man, it's overcast. Let's let's. I'm gonna give this guy a sunny day. You pull it out of your prison. Like, oh God, I gotta wipe this off. Mm. The sun's getting through this thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that anybody would uh, stick around if somebody said they were giving them a sunny day from their prison wall. <laughs> that does. That just doesn't sound. <laughs> doesn't sound great. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I and mean, I'm not doing these in the wee hours of the morning. It's. I mean, it's got to be even before geriatric bedtime. Um, I want these people to be, you know, awake during the day to to uh, see what I'm doing to them, or not see what yeah, I'm or doing not, to yeah. them. Yeah, but they're seeing. <laughs> now, uh, let me ask y'all this: both of you answer this question. Are y'all the type of invisible where you have to remove all your clothes to be invisible, or is it one of those things where the clothes are also invisible? I'm always naked. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I think you have to be naked. Okay, that's, yeah. I think it, I think it's the best way to go for sure. Because then you know, if by that logic, any if the clothes you're wearing are invisible because they're touching you then anything that you touch can also be invisible right and we don't want it that's too easy. so if i'm driving my water tanker around then my water tanker would be invisible because i'm touching it yeah and then you could just like you know like corkscrew that bad boy tip it <laughs> and then actually create a tsunami yeah just kind of just pull up you know on the curb kind of gainer mm-hmm. 360 yeah. you know <laughs> X Games with a tanker. If I if I just kind of ollie yeah, along that ollie, park, he bench. bunny hops it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that could actually that's probably a really good idea. If there was a way for me to kind of sort of bunny hop, sort of in a circle, mm. I could create sort of a hurricane kind of kind of yeah, deal with water, kind of sw- yeah. water, you know, pouring out of the back of that tanker. Now, how I get it up there, I don't know, but <laughs> one step at a time. This Cross just, that bridge when you get to it. <laughs> It's just a little brainstorm operation here, you know? Oh, I'll see what you did there. Is that part of the inclement weather? The brainstorm? That's right. The brainstorm is... That's like the boss level of what I do. Mm. Oh, there's the one. <laughs> okay. Brainstorms are, are, are not, not that often. I, I only do that for some of my... Uh, some of my most prized victims. I mean, I mean uh, clientele. Clientele. <laughs> That's where you 
go down to your local morgue and There's, you're not the first naked person to be in that morgue. Hopefully they all are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an alive person. <laughs> I guess the technically they are. That makes sense. That's, I guess just, you are. just go in there and you just start collecting all them brains. These people in the morgue are not going to be using yeah, them. Not using them. They're, I mean, repurposed. They yeah. Need, they yeah. What they are they repurposed? They will use them. And then just gather up just sort of a, a sack or like a like a laundry basket full mm-hmm. of brains, trash bag full of mm-hmm. brains, whatever receptacle you choose to use. But then just go out and just pelt people with brains. Have a brainstorm, guys. <laughs> brainstorm. And it's like when you when you go yell hail. All the time, you know, you just yell brainstorm. Yeah, throw it at them. I like it. Little catchphrases that you have. That's yeah, cool. yeah. It's a little more creepy, you know. A little more creepy, spooky, spooky. Yeah, yeah. a little creepy, spooky, spooky. spooky? Cookie spooky. Okay. It's a great one for Halloween. Great yeah, weather for Halloween. That's sort of sort of seasonal, I, I think. Yeah, your town. It could be part of your package. Your seasonal package. Yeah, I don't want to know about your seasonal package. <laughs> <laughs> Your town must be scared to death about the weird happenings that are going on. Yeah, the Weather Channel does not come to our town. They <laughs> they get so many reports of <laughs> radical inclement weather that they think the town is full of lunatics. <laughs> so, all right, so let's get back to how y'all were scalding mine for being mischief yeah, yeah, yeah. and Let's go ahead. things that you could do not invisible. Mm-hmm. This is obviously mischief. This is more well, mischief I than I mine. I don't see it as mischief, though. I don't, I don't think it's mischief. You don't think pelting people with ice is not mischief? No. Maybe like... And brain? Harmless fun. Yeah. Yeah, so is a setting... A hobby. So is taking the batteries out of a smoke detector and setting a fire in the house. <laughs> That's fun. It's a little cute thing to do. <laughs> It's something I, I I spend my Saturdays doing. You're using the word cute a lot today. <laughs> can are. can we talk about that? <laughs> you are using cute a lot. Yeah, just for that activity. That 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 activity. Is Do cute. you want us to call you cute? I wouldn't hate it. I mean, <laughs> okay. You guys could use it a little bit more. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I called you cute. <laughs> Y'all keep calling me a little ugly, wretched being. <laughs> it's cool. And it's, it's starting to hurt. It's called. <laughs> Just wait to get pelted by ice. All right, Zach, let's hear yours then. If yours is so much better. I, mine is a little more unhinged. All right, so if I become invisible, I will do an activity based around my belief that orangutans don't commit enough crimes. Okay. Okay. So orangutans commit crimes. Not enough, though. I don't know the stats. <laughs> the recent stats on orangutan crimes but i don't you have outdated they're probably a little bit outdated but i don't think they do enough crimes so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna puppeteer an orangutan to commit crimes Mm -hmm. whether it be petty theft whether it be giving that orangutan a gun going in and shooting up a shopping center maybe putting a little bandana around his his face sunglasses make sure he doesn't get identified (laughs) basically the image of this is i will be behind the orangutan as an invisible person grab both hands of the orangutan (laughs) put the gun in the orangutan's hand (laughs) and just kind of carry him as he walks through the orangutan is completely innocent as it is an animal and just kind of along for the ride so it doesn't fight back it's a a mild better orangutan yeah okay (laughs) which is ironic for the stuff i'm making it Uh do yeah maybe do a little grand theft auto they see just see orangutan floating i (laughs) 
<laughs> kind of yeah. wobbling as if I it think, were walking. I think that would cause a stir. <laughs> You're not worried about any repercussions towards this orangutan for these crimes? I am not. I can get another orangutan. Okay. To be honest, if I was gonna if I was gonna look at the ape family and say one of you guys are more aggressive, prone to violence than another, I would say it'd be the baboon for sure. Yeah, the ba- I, I just feel like the baboon would be hard to handle. I feel so like date it. it. <laughs> Make a limp baboon. (laughs) Carry that limp baboon. The head's just kind of hanging (laughs) down as he's just kind of floating around the shopping center. Known for throwing feces. Yeah. Uh, What's you know? What's it's a step up to give him a a bullet. You know. Yeah. (laughs) It's a step up to give him a Glock. (laughs) Now you you keep talking like these orangutans and baboons are expendable. If you lose one, you could get another. Yeah. Where are you getting all these new world apes? I'm a guy. I think we're going to have to hear a little bit more about that. We need more specifics on that. Well, he's going to have to meet you before I give you the specifics on that. Okay. And he's going to want to know what you're going to do with his monkeys. And we understand that. (laughs) We we deal with people who need to to know a little bit more information beforehand. Mm -hmm. Give us like three facts about this guy just so we know what kind of guy you're doing business with. Well, he has a he wears a boonie cap, a boonie cap, a military bucket hat looking hat. He has a mustache, a handlebar mustache, wears cargo camouflage shorts. And me and him are in cahoots and that we want to start a new planet of the apes. So okay. this is kind of where I told him that I will be the catalyst for the beginning of the fall of mankind. So you only told me, told us three things about it, which is what we asked, but I can, in- <laughs> I can infer a You're fourth thing. You're never satisfied. I'm going to infer that this man, former military, probably dishonorably discharged. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> Hangs out a little bit too much in Asia. He, he was dishonorably <laughs> discharged. In this story, he told me. He was dishonorably discharged because he would berate the the commanding officer saying there was not enough apes in the military. And well, He's he been at this for a minute. Yeah, he, this, is a, this is a core belief of his. Yeah. And really, once I met him at the local Chuck E. Cheese, he really, he really gave me all his ideas and his manifesto. And I, I saw where he was coming from, and I said, you know what? There are not enough monkeys creating violence, and we need to create a monkey uprising. And now, me and Chuck oh, from Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, okay. I did kind of. Sorry about that, Chuck. I did kind of out you there. <laughs> There's five things. <laughs> Sixth thing is he hangs out at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and yeah, what not were you guys there amount. for? Like, did you guys know the same kid or something? Chuck has been going after a five foot stuffed bear for about thirty years that he's trying to win, and he just has not been able to not been able to whack the mole and enough does, to does get the tickets. Does he pretend like he's there for something else every time he goes in? No, he's a he, he <laughs> he's knows about it. <laughs> the employees know the employees him. Know him. <laughs> You're like, you're back for another one, Chuck? He's like, yep, today's the day. It's never the day for Chuck. <laughs> and you were there because you stand in for the animatronic rat sometimes? I do stand in for the animatronic rat. I do a great job impersonating a fake rat, a metal rat. Chuck Edward Cheese, yeah. And really, Is that what the E stands for? It stands for something. I'm not sure what it stands for. I always I remember it was it Elias. Oh, it was Edric. <laughs> But that's actually how me and Chuck, that's how me and Chuck got started because he saw me up on stage as the animatronic rat and like I'm doing my very mechanical movements and, you know, singing some kids bop song. And I turned to Chuck and I saw it in his eyes. I was like, man, I wish I were a a monkey. And his eyes lit up. He looks at me and he goes, boy, do I have some news for you. And that's where it all started. Now, now I just need to become invisible. He's waiting on that part of the plan to happen. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I almost yeah. forgot yeah. that that was even a thing. I, I thought, you, yeah, I forgot about that piece. Are you... <laughs> 
I was so sold on the new world. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. Well, Planet I mean, I mean, since y'all seem to be pretty positive and open about this, maybe I'll tell Chuck about you and he'll come around. We'll start a yeah, little meeting. Yeah. yeah, I could let some of your uh, apes start fires in my houses. We tell Chuck it's time I have a job for somebody. Yeah. How cool would it be if we got invisible apes? <laughs> Very cool. They are actually already cool, incredibly yeah. agile. Yeah, they could Strong. pelt. They could pelt people with lots of ice. Oh, you're back on your thing. Trees. I mean, well, you know. <laughs> if they're in charge, if this is their new world, you know, they do what they want to. You know, they're quick, agile, unpredictable. If we do your thing, my thing falls into place. Yeah, and I think they would actually be really good for yours because, much like inclement weather. Apes are unpredictable. I'm, listen, I, I'm happy that I was able to tie all of our stuff together. But yeah, I'll tell Chuck about y'all. Maybe we can meet in a shack somewhere. I'd say it'd be cool if we got Chuck on the on the podcast. Maybe we can. Uh, We're due it. We're due a guest. We've been denying all the requests. <laughs> and just a quick fact check on Chuck E. Cheese. Full name, legal name, government name, Charles Entertainment Cheese the Third. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a rapper. <laughs> Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> The name that his mother gave him. The, his Christian name. <laughs> his name above, before God and man. I think entertainment was his mother's maiden name. <laughs> but yeah. Now, I'm getting a message here. Our producer just handed me a message. It's saying that we have Cutie NPR calling in, wanting to give us the news headlines of the day. So ring, ring. we're going to toss it over to them. Welcome to QD NPR. I am Zachesius. I am joined here with Evanescence and Alejandro. We have a shocking story today. What can you tell us more about it? Of course, Zacchaeus. Thank you. Uh, breaking news is that a man was pulled over um, in Colorado in middle of the May. And this man, he blamed his dog for driving while the man was under the influence. He was pulled over for a DUI and said that the dog was driving under further investigation at this point, but does feel like the dog's rights are being violated by this man for being framed. Now, Alejandro is a chief dog driving activist. Alejandro, what does this mean for the current dog driving community at large? Zacchaeus, thank you for passing this over to me. Too many dogs are being cut down in their prime because they're being blamed for crimes committed by humans. Such crimes as drunk driving, public urination, throwing feces on doors and lighting it on fire, and terrorism. Dogs cannot be blamed for these things. Someone has to stand up for them. What should society do to prevent this from happening again and maybe push for a better society where dogs are able to drive vehicles? That's a great question and I'd love to tell you. I believe that society as a whole should become the dogs and the dogs should become the people. <laughs> An incredible novel, George Orwell's Animal Farm, gave us prime examples of what will happen and Though I haven't finished the book, <laughs> I assume it turned out well. Now, I'm going to give it back to Evan here. What is the general outcry from the population surrounding this 
this situation. The general public is not happy. Not happy one bit. There have been many riots, many tears shed, candlelight vigils have been happening in many town squares with many popular slogans coming up are really trying to highlight the fact that dogs should be able to drive without the fear of being framed for a DUI. A lot of these signs, they say, he is a good boy. <laughs> if he can walk on a leash, he can drive a car. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the public is calling for the heads of the officers that arrested this dog in place of the DUI drunken driver. Yeah, I've seen, I have seen the mug shots. It is a sad turn of events with that dog. As sources uh, on, on the scene spoke with members of the family and they said uh, things are looking rough. <laughs> and one local dog said, there's no way this is possible. They are barking up the wrong tree. I've, I've seen a lot of signs that say down with the police. This has put um, certain canine dog officers in a most precarious situation. Can you speak more on that? The the situation where they must support their society, but also support the career that they're in. The officers are put in a terrible position, either supporting the community and their species as a whole, or taking the side of their commanding officers. Zacchaeus, Alejandro. Oh, another piece of this article does say when when asked for comment um, by the police officers, the officers, this is what they had to say. The last thing we want to do is put him down. <laughs> well, that's that's good to hear that they're not out for blood. Now this this outcry has sparked a movement across America um, with many activist groups popping up. Um, Zach, Zacchaeus, do you, do you have any more on the different activist groups that have popped up in the wake of this? Yeah, well, there is one activist group that is really taking charge and become the forefront of the dog movement. It is all dogs go to heaven, and they believe that you can kill us, you can put us down, but in the end, we will be sitting at the right hand of the Lord. <laughs> Some of the famous uh, spokes dogs have come out. Um, the two-thirds of the cast of Homeward Bound does not support this. <laughs> they have called for the heads of the arresting officers. It is also known that Air Bud has come out as a large supporter for All Dogs Go to Heaven and Down with the Police. That's very, it's very strong of him. Um, it's big for Airbud to come out for this because he, a lot rides on that for him. All his sports contracts are now up in the air. Um, he risks losing all those sports contracts, Gatorade endorsements, puring a dog chow, most likely will be behind him. So he'll, he'll keep that one for sure. <laughs> I think we're just uh, we're we're checking Twitter now, and it looks like uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog has has now come out against this. Um, if uh, if anybody's going to sway the support of the public, I think it's uh, PBS's own Clifford the Big Red Dog. I I assume hit the red has many meanings in his name, but as of right now, that red really signals the anger that he is feeling toward the injustice. He's he's calling for blood. <laughs> He does seem to have a bone to pick. <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> yeah. 
many that are on the, the opposite side of this, the, the humans that are against dogs driving, they, they have come out and said that you lay down with the dogs, you're going to wind up getting ticks. Um, fleas. Fleas. Same thing. <laughs> You might get both. They they tried to one-up it, actually, Zacchaeus. They said, you won't just get fleas, you'll get ticks. And they were right. I woke up, and I've had maybe 13 ticks on me um, since I started laying with my dogs. Are you so, sure they didn't mean ticks as in tickets? If you lay down with dogs, you'll get tickets. Yeah, I've got a lot of speeding tickets. <laughs> yeah. That's totally separate. Evan, who are some people that are coming out in support of the police in this trying time? It comes across my desk that Campbell's chicken noodle soup is against the dog uprising. I, I was I was reading that. It seems that they have moved uh, the letters from their alphabet soup, D, O, and G, from the lineup. Coming across my desk now, um, off the docket, cats are actually against this movement. Big surprise there. Um, a lot of cats are in support of the police saying, if we can't drive, why should the dogs be allowed and to? And their slogan is, pussies for police. <laughs> <laughs> Trying times we're in for whatever side you decide to fall on. But I pray just be safe, be humble, and lastly, be everlasting. From Zacchaeus, Evanescence, and Alejandro, this is QD NPR. Well, that was uh, that was news straight from our NPR QD NPR office. It's always uh, good to hear. From it's them. always good. It's hey, yeah. I we need to be thankful for them that they're bringing us the cutting edge stories right on the yeah. forefront. Some of people the news. have uh, some people have said that we don't we don't cover current events. Uh, you know, we don't we don't like to get political, but it's it's good to have our sister station over there who's keeping us abreast of. What really matters? Yeah. Yeah. What I would say is the most important. News. The most important yeah. stuff, I yeah. agree. But um, anyway, that's it. That's it for today. If you have a hypothetical you want us to answer, if you need advice, email us, questionabletourpodcast at gmail.com. Um, any closing closing thoughts for episode 15, boys? I would say if anybody wants to send us a picture of a drawn clock based off of Evan's sleep schedule, sleep timing, <laughs> um, yeah, send that precise. send that to us. Go yeah, back we need to and, visualize it. Go back yeah. and listen listen to the episode. Just give us a visualization of that clock because honestly, that was ludicrous, and I I need to see it to understand it. Listen to it slowly and listen to it carefully. And if you play it backwards, you'll hear a <laughs> secret message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of the Russian mafia. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, uh, the one other thing we wanted to mention is now that we're gathering. Oh yeah, a, 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 a number of people. Yeah, it's non-specific a base, number. A listener base. Listeners. We got we got enough to say this. Yeah, um, I think we got to figure out a name to call you people. You you people. You right people. now, <laughs> right now we refer to you as scum. <laughs> we refer to you as the dirt on the bottom of our soul. But what? if you want to come up with a better name, <laughs> we're looking we, to change that. We don't, <laughs> we don't really want to keep calling you that. We think a lot of you guys, and so we're trying to come up with some other names. So if you have a name that you think our fan base should be called, yeah, it encompasses. 
what and our I mean, listeners. You know, yeah. I hate to even call it a fan base. You know, I mean, it's just a base. Just <laughs> it's just a bunch of bored people, probably unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> nothing better to do. But um, yeah, emails that too. Question: Will you tour podcast at gmail.com. But uh, but that's it. Let's be done. Oh.